This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal. Develop high-quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com All right, hello, hello everybody. This is Derek and with me today is the only man who prefers to eat raw vegetables than to cook them. <laughs> out of... Out of <laughs> it's, just, it's your best one. The best one. <laughs> I, I, had, I had a good thought, but I just totally lost it. Oh, it crazy talk there. Oh. Crazy talk. <laughs> Raw vegetables. <laughs> With me today is the only man who prefers to eat spaghetti raw and uncooked. Mm. Carl Mandrioli. Uh, we're back from the trail. We are, oh. my friend. With we're me back. today is Derek Somerville. The man who refused to carry any group gear. <laughs> I actually, uh, I didn't refuse. I actually carried group gear that was unusable. That's even worse. Uh, Fire. I think our definitions of group gear are different, but. Uh, what did you. Actually, you know, I remember saying I would carry the tent poles and you naysayed that. Or I think Knowlton actually took them or something happened. Yeah, it's more it's more your presentation, I think, that that was the driving force behind that. When uh-huh. you're like, if you say like, "Hey, I'll take the tent poles," then that's very inviting, and so you know people are happy to give you your fair share of the gear. But if you uh-huh. say it like, "Well, I'll carry them if you want me to," then that doesn't sound like you want to. Well, if I said it like that, yes, I get that. I think I said something like, uh, "If you want me to carry the poles, I can do that. You want me to carry the tent poles? If you, okay, the tent if poles. you can't handle it, if you can't handle the tent, if you are too weak to handle carrying the tent, I will help you." I think that's how you phrased it. <laughs> <laughs> what you hear and what I say are always two different things. So. But uh, either way, you ca- you carried some group stuff. I don't know that you carried any group gear though, right? I carried the fire building stuff, which we couldn't even use. So right. That was pointless. Right. Um, what did you want me to carry? Um, you want me to carry yeah, part uh, of the tent, maybe you know, stove, fuel, water filters, lots of options. I had the fuel. I was to carry the fuel did you? The, initially. Yeah, and then uh, okay, the okay so then you didn't have a fuel. <laughs> <laughs> I carried it like you, on the way. You in. allowed somebody and else then, to take it off your hands. 
I didn't. Well, I didn't allow it. He insisted. Okay. Uh, I said I. What? I'm not going to defend myself. I carried it all the way in, and then he carried it the rest. of All the right. Way. Well, I will share so, that my pack weighed in as a result of carrying extra group gear with a camera gear. My pack weighed in. I want to say like 31, 32, and then mm-hmm. by the time I get to camp, it weighed in around 37 pounds because there was something that was added to my pack, which I was framed for. And uh, it was a five-pound rock. It was a five-pound rock, and I don't want to spend too long. I don't want to – I don't know. I don't want to make the – All I'm going to say is this. I will say this. Uh, I did not do it, 100%, my honor. But I did investigate for you, and at after the trip at dinner, I looked at Knowlton Shore, and I said, hey, did you put the rock in the bag? He's like, no, I did not. Very direct answer. Then I said, do you know who put it in the bag? And then he just started laughing looking very guilty okay. i have my suspicions but um you know if you want to hear it i can throw them out there but uh it's up to you all right well let's talk let's talk about because the whole rock in the pack thing like that is not a very creative prank mm. and so the reason why you think you're framed is because last year i got you to carry my food through some devious measures and you did you carried it for, for mm. a mile mm. my return prank to that was I guess you you say you you were gonna catch on to this, but I thought it'd be really cool to um, get a hold of your sleeping pad before the yeah. trip, and I was gonna actually carry that for you all the mm, way to camp, I'm sure. just so that I could see the reaction that, for you not to have your sleeping pad two years yeah, in a I'm row. Sure. So what happened was like right before we're about to load up, we had somebody say, "Hey, Derek, are you sure you got your sleeping pad this time?" Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> so then you double checked, which kind of foiled my plans, right? I didn't know you were gonna do that exactly, but I was anticipating something with a sleeping pad happening. And so I, I was prepared to check and recheck the bag, uh, a couple of times, but then somebody ousted you. Yeah. So anyway, um, that was going to be my, my, you know, kind of return to the trail prank. And, and my whole thing was like, I think it's fun to kind of do the reveal on the trail. That's why I thought, you know, first night in camp, like you're obviously going to figure out, like I got your pad, ha ha ha. But What's interesting about the rock thing is like nobody laid claim to it, and I thought, okay, well, I'm not gonna make a big deal about it because like then it's gonna, you know, like people are gonna poke fun at me a little more for not noticing, because obviously five yeah. pounds are pretty significant, and so I thought they'll probably just tell us who did that like at dinner time, you know, our, our post event yeah. meal, and there was definitely a reveal about who stuck stuff in my pack, but it wasn't about yeah. the rock. We'll so, get to that. We'll get to that in a second whoever put it in my pack like okay we're now past the trip so <laughs> uh it's probably a good time to like share like i don't know i tried not to get too mad about it i didn't i tried to try to avoid giving the strong right. reaction i think i did pretty well you did you did really well actually i i feel like i got more annoyed because i know what well, let me ask you this when did you notice the weight change was it when we stopped at those waterfall to swim I th- I think oh, I, hit, was, I think was complaining about it the whole day, but yeah, we stopped oh, at a waterfall. I, we stopped at a waterfall, and at that point, my pack was definitely out of sight for a significant amount of time. But um, mm. I'll be honest, man. Like I thought that this would be the podcast where you're going to be like, "Carl, I got you." I did, I really I really didn't do the rock. I got I did we did reveal something else to put in your pack, but um, I did not do the rock. I and I I was. Well, kind of annoying because I knew I'd get blame for the rock. Okay. Well, let me ask of, you this. People that are listening out there, I think yeah. half the people don't believe that your sleeping pad flew out of the back of Bill's trailer last year. So what percentage believe you right now that you didn't put a rock in my back? 
It doesn't. It doesn't matter to me. If okay. I did the rock, I would have told you I did the rock. But uh, I, I did put something in your bag, um, which I was freely happy to admit because it had been in there for what two years or a year, year, a year and a half, yeah. or something like that. You put yeah, you put something. So, in, so here's what happened last year after the Olympic trip. Uh, I came down with food poisoning and was struggling, and. Mm. Derek employed Jared to use that time to shove something like behind the Velcro of the shoulder straps in my pack. Correct. Genius. It was genius. Yeah. He put the, uh, he put the, uh, cinnamon, uh, gummy bears. Right. Uh, in your pack, in the wrapper, um, which I thought honestly you would find before because, well, you said you only used the pack one other time, right? Is that what I'm understanding? So I was thinking you would hear like the crunchy crinkle of the wrapper, but I guess it wasn't as loud as I thought it was. So how many folks out there like after their packs been adjusted for years will peel away the Velcro to just randomly search back there? Uh, none, but I'm thinking as you're right. But what you're not thinking is as you're walking, I thought you would feel it or hear it, you Mm. know, crunching against your back, but maybe not. No, maybe, maybe not. No. Maybe you have a hearing problem. I don't. I don't know. I mean, so, <laughs> so it might be more of a okay. hearing issue than a prank issue. I don't know. Okay, the gummy bears thing you got me, and I, they were in my pack for a year, so you got me and um, mm-hmm. got video footage of hiding it while I'm off struggling somewhere. So, so well done on that one. And well uh, yeah, I think you won the the prank battle this year for sure with with yeah. that and. Dude, I'll be honest, man. I really thought you were going to come out on this podcast and uh, have some information about the other prank. But I, I really wish I did. I okay. really, honestly, I I tried to be as honest and straight as I could with you on the trip, looking you in the eye and being like, I did not do this. I will try to find out who did, but okay. they would not tell me anything. And I knew any prank that large i'm getting the heat for that and i and they i think they knew that too right, so right i i think i know who it was but i don't know if i'm ever gonna get the uh the reveal on that we're no we this is this is like a backpacking mystery my friend we gotta figure this out so uh my next step i think is to review all the footage because Nolton had that camera on nonstop, so i'm hoping maybe you know in the background or something we'll see something so, so. you you're you're saying that you felt a weight difference right from the start well, my pack was—I felt heavy from the start. Partially, you know, I was struggling with some foot problems and some, some hip problems, and so, so it felt, I was like, "This your... is heavy." But, but it, at one point, like I was really, you know, the like the last climb up to the to Thousand Island Lake, I was like, I was I was struggling a little bit. So I feel like we need to do um, like a logic puzzle episode where we just lay out the details and the facts. I think we, can, yeah, I think we can figure this out. Yeah. I really want to figure this out. Okay. So anyway, so there's that. Um, we are. This whole episode is not about the prank stuff. It is about some of the stuff that happened on the trip, and we are going to get to some of the. We tried out kind of a lot of new pieces of gear, uncommon gear, odd gear, Random. things that de- don't yeah. typically get reviewed. And so we're going to kind of go through that list here in a, in, a, in a moment. And yeah, a couple. We'll just kind of to re- recap a couple other things. We we had kind of agreed over the course of season three to do some things on the trail to bring some things. And I think we followed through on some, but not all of those things. And the big one was the grip strength. So we didn't do that, right? We did not do the grip strength. But we sh- we can do it and, and implement it from home. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So here's, I actually found a really good spot for the grip strength on the trail as we were hacking down, but it was right next to somebody's campsite, and it was like kind of right in the middle of it, to be honest, and they did not look like they were amused oh, by our by the waterfall. rowdy crew. Yeah. And so for the next few miles, I, I was looking, I did not find a, a tree that would have fit. So before I flew back from California, I did a grip strength challenge on a tree, mm. and I got it on film. Wow. And so I'm challenging you, here we are in early August, I'm challenging you. Yeah. To simply use your phone and film yourself doing some sort of a grip strength time trial. I mean, you can have your kids around, whatever. It doesn't need to, you know, you don't need to pretend like you're out in the forest and then we'll no, kind yeah. of finish that Let off. me ask you a question, though. Does, is this a full length video or, or is it like waist high? Because you could be standing on the ground. Oh. You know, you could be standing on the ground pretending. Right, right. I don't know. Right. No, that's a, that's a really good question. Um, I'll, I'll share with you that if you see the time mm. that I was hanging on for, you would not question the integrity at all. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. Uh, I guess we'll see that. So, so my time is not even very hard to I, beat. <laughs> what are we talking like 20 seconds? Are we talking? Uh, you're going to find oh, out. Boy. You're going to find oh. out. It's, it's, it's a dis, it's a disadvantage or it's an advantage for you to Am have Am I going to feel so. bad for you or? Okay. Oh, uh, <laughs> I told you, it's okay for you to have a win every once in a while. Once and in a while. This is two. This, this yeah. could be two wins for you. You got the prank challenge win, and then you got a potentially grip, grip strength win. That is so thoughtful. That is thoughtful. Uh, <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. So Okay, so verse for the day, Philippians 2.4, let each of you look not only to his own interests, but also to the interests of others. Do you feel like you did that on the trip? Look to the interests of others? Yeah, I know you're gonna challenge me if I say I did, because uh, you'll come back to group gear. Um, <laughs> it's the, let's let's get past the group gear. Uh, I think there were about... there was. I feel like it was pretty balanced. I think. Um, okay. You know, I had some good chats with everybody in the group at some point on the mm-hmm. trip. Um, and mm, I wasn't even going down that road. But that that's true. That but yeah, I feel work. like that's always you know taking interest in others. I think we I got to clear some uh, some not dirty laundry but like clear clear the air with a, with one of the guys on the trip um which was great really yeah uh that was good and i indulged nolton in his little sailing expedition so that was that was enjoyable <laughs> but i yeah I, I think overall i mean obviously i could do more but uh, i thought it was pretty balanced the whole trip was good okay good and you feel pretty yeah i was thinking more in terms of um you know like the camp chores ah, and the contributions there so yeah, because you didn't have the fire allowance there. You mm-hmm. like that's one of your bigger contributions. So I did filter water, if that's what you're asking. Yeah, for who oh, yeah. besides yourself? For a bunch of <laughs> <laughs> for a bunch of people. Okay. I took your uh, new filter, which we'll probably talk about, yep. and filtered a bunch of bottles down by the uh, lake. It was good, and in the river, yeah. multiple times. Okay. Nobody so, filtered my water this you year. Know, so what does I, that say about you? Yeah, <laughs> I I did some filtering myself. Um, really the only, okay. the only real thing you could offer up was, you know, helping out with setting up and taking that down the tent. You did that, uh, cooking. I, I kind of did that the first night and then people just started doing their own after that. And then right. and the water filtration, that was pretty much it. Unless you want to count yeah. like packing up for other people where people aren't ready to go. So you um, pack up for them that, okay. I'll say two things. I did cook some meals for some people. Okay. A couple times so that was cool but yeah i think um packing up was huge because i remember when we were packing up 
I was ready to go really quick. Oh, yeah. And I actually had, I don't know if it was you or if it was Nate, people were packing up for me on the last day. <laughs> and um, Maybe. Yeah, because I was doing I was doing all oh, the interviews. Yeah, I was trying yeah, to get yeah, the interviews yeah. in yeah, for our video. For and and so I you know, it was a very nice one, but I, but I was like, You realize I'm gonna get all the interviews in, I'm gonna come over, I'm gonna pack everything up and I won't even be close to the last one packed. So I, I think Yeah, I remember were, I think you said something about that. You're uh, like, it, uh you know, why are you guys yeah. I don't need I don't need help. Trust me, people will still be packing up. <laughs> we you were annoyed that we were helping you pack up because you're like, I will not be the last one ready. Right. And then the people and then the response was like, Wow, Carl's bitter that he's have has helped people, you know. Right. We're trying to be nice and help uh, him pack well, up. Well I had well yeah, I was annoyed because I was missing stuff. So like I like mm-hmm. my, my stuff sack from my thermos went missing at that point. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. So I'm just hearing that you can't be pleased is what I'm hearing. So Correct. I don't Correct. know what to do. So don't help Just Carl filter pack, my water. Guys. Just I, I just want one liter filtered and I'm a happy camper. Filter his water and don't help him pack. You will get pissed. Okay. Noted. Okay. Um, I'm going to make a note to help filter your water next trip. Okay. But we'll see. In response to the Bible verse, I think you did a good job. So, so thumbs up to you, man. You're, you know, you're grading out pretty well so far, assuming that so far. you're telling the truth about The Rock. But uh. <laughs> Again with The Rock. You know what? Congratulations to everybody else on the trip. I am now still the guy who he thinks did it. I, oh I did gosh. not do it. I wish I did. I, wish I, I did. said assuming that you're telling the truth about The Rock. Okay. Yeah, I don't think we need to, get to break down all the other things we agreed to, but we'll get to I'm sure that stuff will kind of shake out. So uh well we could talk i think my trivia is going to relate to our location thousand island lake and um just real quick we had an issue with our fastest known time attempt prior to the trip which Mm. which we'll which we'll share about in the next episode and yeah share the drama there but um that ended up costing us a day on our backpacking trip and it also cost us the ability to to be as mobile as we wanted to so we did one of those like hike in base camp um have some activities around the lake and some guys climbed up to the ridge and then we, you know, stayed there for the same night twice and then camp and then uh, hiked out the next day. So we spent right. a long time. But if you're going to choose one location to do that, like we picked one of the best spots, right? I would. Yeah. I mean, that was unbelievable. Yeah. So, Amazing. I, think people I was reflecting a little today, though. I've been to that location four times now. Yeah. And three of the four trips have had major issues. Really? So I don't think I'm going back. Yeah. Not worth it to you? I don't think you're gonna do it again. It just hasn't been a very fortunate area overall. Although I had I had a good time on this trip, it just you know it would have been nice to do four days. But I know. Anyway, anyway, so um, while we're out there, we had the opportunity to check out lots of different kinds of gear. Some gear that people are starting to take, some people, some gear people have taken but haven't really mm. analyzed, and some gear that is unique right to the trail, at least unique from our group, right? Yeah. So yeah, so we're gonna kind of. Um, break it down and and i'll I, I guess the question is would you bring it again or and or recommend others bring it on a trip for each of these items to go through okay okay would i bring so it again off and then and you kind of recommend it got it yeah all right first one so we have a big agnes tent mm-hmm. and we have one of those tents that has the lights like it you know has like the internal lights right and the the lights themselves weigh nothing really. It's the uh, it's like a you know what is it two AAA or three AAA battery pack right. attachment to it. Right. Um, what do you think about Big Agnes tent lights? 
I mean, it, they were okay. I mean, they're okay. It's not like it's a game changer. And it's not like you don't need your headlamps. Um, right. But if they were a little bit brighter, I'd say, yeah. I mean, that'd be great. Save your battery and your, okay. and your headlamp for sure. So would you recommend it or no? At this point, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't recommend it. No, I think it's okay. fine, but it's not like you gotta have it. No. Right. I think it's a waste of weight, even though it's like, what is it, like an ounce or two? The batteries. Waste of weight. Yeah, right. Exactly. Waste of money. Um, because I think it costs a good chunk of change to add that on to the tent. Mm. And I, yeah, we like the big Agnes tent, but the lights, not so much. So no. thumbs down on that one. I agree with you. Yeah. Um, I believe it was Camel Cut. This is, I think this he sent this Camel to us like Cut. months ago. We got the, I forget the brand now, but it's the extra long spoon splash spork. Oh, uh, right. Right. Yeah. They're, it's long. It's like obnoxiously colored, so you're not going to lose it in your pack. Right. What was your analysis? Uh, I, the functionality <laughs> of eating was fantastic. Loved it. Okay. Um, but storing it, I think, was was the uh because i normally i put all my utensils in one little ziploc bag and then throw it in my pack whereas this one you're gonna have to like either get like a gallon ziploc bag for one utensil which kind of seems a little ridiculous um but yeah so i mean i would i would bring it again but at the same time i don't know i feel like if i i don't know if i'd recommend it I don't know if I'd recommend it. I mean, if you don't care about where you stick your spoon and you're just going to wash it anyway, bring it. If you're more like, okay. I want to store things and like have them clean, then then maybe it's not for you. If there was a way for it to like bend in the middle, and then mm. that would be money. I would totally do okay. that. So, uh, gotcha. yeah. What did you think of it? Did you like it? Well, there's, I mean, there's a clear solution to what you're suggesting, which is the gallon trash bag, infamous spoon sleeve, right? Oh, the spoon just sleeve. Spoon yeah. Stuff sack yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So you could get that. But so, are you saying that you're not willing to just like throw it into the top pouch, the, the brain of your pack, <laughs> to loosely? <laughs> no, I would do that. Um, okay. No, I probably wouldn't do that. Uh, here, here's my take on it. I, as I think it's great. I think it's it's got a little squeegee at the end. I think it's great. If you buy those freeze dried meals that have the extra big bags, like Mountain House or Backpackers Pantry, I think perfect right. for those. However, we you know we were using a different brand on this trip. Right which was not, they didn't have the deep bags, so you didn't need it as much. Mm. And then it made me realize, because one of those bags was still like the same, I think it was even more calories than the you know backpacker's pantry in the mountain house. Right. And I thought, I thought why do we really need the, the big bags? Because half of that space is just air. So yeah. yeah, like why are their bags so big? That's a good question. I don't know if it's for, you know, people like to put extra water in there. I have no idea. Uh, maybe, yeah, that's true. So then but, it, made me, it made me realize, that that made me realize, I'm like, yeah, I don't think I need the big bags anymore. I think I'm going to go with the smaller ones. Mm. So we're talking about Packet Gourmet. We, we obviously like them. Um, yeah. And so I don't, we don't need to review them again, but there was one thing that I wanted to point out about their stuff that you actually brought up last time. And after doing a little more research, I, I realized it's actually a really important point. You, you talked about how you, what did you eat? What was your, it was like a soup or something? Tortilla soup. Yeah, and yep. you you made the point that it was um, like a single serving, right? It was a single serving, right? Yeah, and so when yeah. I went onto their website because I was actually looking to, to buy some more, um, they yeah a lot of their stuff single serving. So you got to really you know count the calories 
They have like this right. Texas State Fair chili. That's a double serving. And I think most of everything else was single serving. So mm-hmm. just right. be aware of that if you're if you're you know tracking your calories. They did give us a coupon code. I think it's like for 15% off. It's like uh BB Podcast. Not yeah. B and B, just BB Podcast. BB Podcast. BB Podcast for 15% off. So uh, they didn't sponsor us or anything, but they gave us a coupon code. So I don't, think, I don't think, we, yeah, lost. I don't think we get anything for the coupon code. I think it's just if you like their stuff like we do, then go for it, use it. I will say the quality of the food just seemed excellent. Um, All right, next item was yeah. the Thera gun, the Theragun. the homemade version of the Thera gun. Thera gun. What's your evaluation there? Um, well. Uh, would I recommend the one that Jared brought? No, because I think it weighed, what did he say, four or five pounds or something? <laughs> um, so I wouldn't bring that. But right. the the fact that you have a massage gun on the trip after, like your muscles are sore, that was magical. I right, mean, it was right. magical. I have, I did get mine finally. Um, okay. It came too late for the trip, obviously. But mine weighs, I don't know, maybe I got to double check, under two pounds, maybe like a pound and a half or something. Okay. Um, it wasn't like the mini was it like there's like a theragun mini um i don't know there's so many of them i don't right, even right. know but but it is it is great okay. i mean that thing is great especially after a long day maybe you have a sore i had a sore hip joint and right. it, that helped a lot actually yeah. so if you had a lighter one yeah i would recommend that that could be group gear sure jared challenged me to see if they would sponsor us and so i reached out to them but it was yesterday mm-hmm. so i haven't given them a whole lot of time to respond so they haven't stay tuned stay tuned yeah, stay tuned but they have a theragun mini which is i don't know how much it weighs but it's the size of it looks like it could almost fit in your pocket and it mm. has like a 15 hour battery life on that so i don't know i don't know how strong it is but it's still 200 bucks so we'll see about that so th- i'm gonna say th- i'm gonna say thumbs up to the theragun if you That's have good. like a mini yeah and if you can afford Definitely. it yeah all right, next next item. This is something that Rocky brought. He brought something called the Mooch Bag. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty funny, actually. Um, the Mooch Bag. So he, yeah, he brought like an yeah. extra Ziploc bag. Was it? Uh, or was it a no? Was, was that the Ralph's bag or the Ziploc? Yeah, well, no, it was like a Ziploc. Ziploc bag, yeah, of of just extra things you could eat. Uh, some of the things I'm like, I'm never gonna eat this stuff. But the, I think the idea. <laughs> The idea was pure. The idea was there. So so kudos to Rock for thinking ahead because he likes to eat a ton of food. And then he's got this extra bag. He's like, you know, I'm not going to – this is probably just junk I'm not going to eat, but the other guys want it. They can eat it. So right. I see where he's going. Um, not a bad idea. Okay. I don't think anybody – I don't think anybody ate from the mooch bag. I, I was going to say. It did look – it had the, – the thought was nice, but it looked like it had some questionable items in oh, there. Oh, man. Were they, <laughs> were they expired, Rock? I don't know, but – I will yeah. say, you know, that's what I was going to ask you. you. Since you're labeled the the mooch king or whatever you want to call it, is, is oh my do you do you go for quality food to mooch? Because you're not you didn't go for the bag, really. Mooch. Yeah, well, and part of the issue with my pack weight too was once we shaved our trip from four days to three days. Mm-hmm. I don't think I shaved my food down at all, so I, I had plenty. Mm-hmm. I didn't need to dive into the mooch bag. But right, right. Yeah, uh, so the, the thought was there. Uh, Rocky had a whole story about how he got the extra food from Grace yeah. uh, from the supermarket. And mm-hmm. yeah, it was a pretty epic story. So so thanks to Grace out there. Way to go, Grace. But yeah, yeah. So I think that the idea is good. You can bring extra things that you're not going to eat if you know other people are going to try to eat off you during mm-hmm. on the trail. So that's a solution for that. So I'm going to say, I'm going to suggest that actually. Okay. 
Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll go yeah. with that. Because if you, like, let's say you have something you really like, you know, like your your dark chocolate peanut butter cups from Trader Joe's, and somebody's like, ooh, Derek, can I have one of those? Sure. You could say, no, but you can have whatever you want out of the mooch bag and then offer them that. That will, yeah, but once you get your mind set on something, as you know, it's hard to not. Then you're going to, what, watch me eat those delicious little peanut butter cups while you have, yeah, like, I mean, it, like, old jerky? I mean, you know if, I mean? They, <laughs> if they want them bad enough, they'll just wrestle them away from you at that point, right? Just give me the, just give me the peanut butter cups. That's true. Right. I did. Uh, I did bring an item that I shared with some most of the guys on the trip that seemed to go over very well, which was the uh, almond sea, sesame seaweed from yeah. uh, Costco, which is a phenomenal little snack. Right. Okay. Um, so I'll definitely be bringing some more of that next, next year. All right. That that was not part of the mooch bag. So no, it was not. But Relevant. that could be the mooch bag. <laughs> Just food for thought. Feature a feature item. Yeah. Uh, okay. Next one. This one we had an issue with a little bit mm-hmm. with uh, tr- trying it out, not with the item itself. Yeah. This was the Kulo Clean. Oh, the Kulo, the hoo ha. Yeah. The hoo ha toilet bumby cleaner. Backcountry bidet also sent to us exactly. by Camel Cud. Yeah. Now you you still you gave it to me. I didn't right. need it at the time. Then you took it from me. I didn't need it at the time. You, I gave it to you because you're the bathroom expert, and then you went to the bathroom at least once where you could have used it, and you did not. And then I was like, we got to use, I think it was day three, so day three of three, I'm like, we got to use this thing to try it out. And so so I actually, I think yeah, you were still asleep, yeah. so I actually dug into your pack to find it and had to dig it out. Wow. Right. You're that yeah, guy. Yeah, because I gave okay. it to you and then you didn't right. use it. I didn't use it. Right. Uh, and you liked it. Or did you not like so, it? So I will say that it's as advertised in terms of just it literally just pops onto a bottle and it can fit onto multiple bottles. It kind of just squeezes on there. And then um, I think that it just depends upon the person. So if you like a bidet, I think you're probably going to like this. If mm. you have a, I don't want to get too graphic here, but if your number two comes out pretty clean, then this will work great. If you have kind of a situation where it's getting a little messy it's going to take a lot of water it's yeah. going to take a full bottle of water so you know if, if you have ample water and you you know get a good water source nearby not a big deal at all mm. if you can spare the water but if if there's water this if you don't have a lot of water nearby and you have a situation where you have a kind of a halfway disaster going on then this may not be for you i, I guess i just get a little sketched out with that one particularly because i'm using a well I, well, usually you're probably going to use a bottle that you are drinking out of. So I don't know if mentally it's going to be a problem for you to like, I just use it for this and now I'm just going to undo the top and guzzle some water. I don't know. The water shoots out so fast. There's nothing, there's no risk. I'll there's no risk. But if you have those mental blockages that some of us do, then uh, that right. might be a problem for you. So something to think about. I shouldn't say there's no risk. People can certainly find ways to, to mess that up. So Yeah. Oh, um, yeah, it's it's not for everybody. It's not for everybody. Uh, I will say though that we did get, if you remember from season two, we had uh, Ranger Rick come on, mm. trying to convince us that bear canisters were the way. Yeah. And he reached out to me randomly like a couple months ago. He's developing his own version of this, and they're trying to sell it. So really? he's going to be in competition with the Kulo Clean. Interesting. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You've done your homework. Yep. You've done your homework. Well, he just reached out to me. So yeah. yeah. 
Okay, next up, we had a uh, new filter on the trip, the Catadyne Be Free. This has been around yeah. for a little while, but we actually had not used it. Yeah. What was your take? Uh, I'm surprised that you didn't find this sooner. Um, it was... I found it a long time ago. But you just didn't get it, or like, what happened? Yeah, like just reading the reviews, it didn't get... A few years ago, it had really poor reviews. Well, uh, I thought yeah. it was phenomenal. It was. It made filtering glorious. Yep. Um, as long as you're squeezing out, it's like a. It's like a. It's like a quick gravity filter, a highly accelerated gravity filter, to the point where we were like, "Is it even filtering? It's so fast, you know." And so, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I think I uh, nobody got actually. sick. Nobody got GRD or anything. So I think that uh, as long as you're not squeezing right. extremely hard, just squeeze normally. I mean, it's coming out really quick. So. It made filtering. Yeah. I, th- I want to say it cut down. I don't even know how much time filtering a lot. A yeah, lot. it was good. And we yeah, the, the only mistake I had with it was you can choose two different size bags. Right. I, actually, there's three different sizes. One you can actually set it up as a gravity filter, but we've got the small bag, so I was intending to as like a grab and go for the the FKT mm. attempt. Right. And I was like, I'll just bring it on the trip, see how I like it. And yeah, it was yeah super easy. I think I don't know if they've changed it or not, but recent reviews are all positive and people that are just trying to find something fast and just, you know, right. Make something they can use on the trail. Like I think you can, if you're really careful, you can actually filter and keep hiking at the same time. Like, I think that's actually possible yeah. to do that with this thing. Definitely. If you're putting it into a bottle. So I'm going to say yeah. thumbs up to this one 100%. as well. Another filter that I like. So let's see here. Let's do a couple more. Um, we had the aftermarket, gopro tripod ah yes was that the ball mount red tripod we had that is correct um my review of that would be no go it was not able to hold the gopro uh we did a small one of our guys did a small jump into a you know little uh, pool of water by the waterfall and it popped right off and we lost our gopro camera uh, never to be found right. again. And many of you might be asking yourselves, well, why would he put the camera right. in a waterfall? Didn't put it in the waterfall, just right. jumped in the pond with it and it popped off. So that was disappointing. That was really disappointing. So I'm going to buy, yeah, like the jo- the Joby or the brand name one from now on, spend a little yeah. extra cash. So yeah, we had that on camera actually, just l- literally losing the GoPro mm. in the pond that we, we just couldn't see because the water was was white water coming down from a waterfall. Right. And just for memory real quick, I remember, so Rocky and Jared were doing the stunt. Yep. Nate was holding Jared's camera. I was watching. Right. I think Knowlton was kind of just off to the side. He had been swimming as well. Mm-hmm. Where were you during this time? I was standing next to you guys. Okay. Watching it happen. Okay. All right. Oh, you're, you're wondering if I was putting a rock in your bag? Is that what you're doing? That that was the same time frame. Just 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 kind of putting pieces together here. okay so <laughs> all right the last one i've got this one uh you're gonna have a strong opinion about oh boy so i don't have a brand for this but this is other people's bug juice mm. Mm. um i know what you're talking about i think are you referring <laughs> you to do. jared's uh strong smelling bug juice is that what you're referring to I think there's more than just his, but uh, you you complained multiple times about the scent of bug juice permeating the area. It was, uh, this trip, it was like overwhelmingly strong. And uh, I always wonder, like, because, you know, <laughs> they use it, but then they just get attacked by these mosquitoes. It's like, it doesn't even matter, right. you know? So 
Uh, yeah, for me, it was like, I don't know. I, I guess I'm one of the lucky few that doesn't wear it, and I barely ever get bit. I think I maybe had like three or four bites the whole trip with no bug juice. Right, right. Um, I think you're similar to me, but I, it was, it was, yeah, it was overwhelming. It was overwhelming, but I can't, I can't, it's hard to get mad at them because, you know, they have that, <laughs> they just get that yummy skin that those mosquitoes like. What can I say? Right. So Dude, I've been, I've been lit up by mosquitoes before where people have looked at me and they're like, oh my goodness, what has happened to you? Right. I've had that experience. This trip, there was a pretty decent amount of mosquitoes, but for whatever reason, I only had, I think I counted two after the trip. Oh, really? And so, and I didn't use, I didn't use any, yeah, bug stuff and definitely, you know, going down and filtering water that the mosquitoes were around, especially in the evening time. Right. So I don't know. I don't know what the situation was. I definitely smelled the strong scent, but I did not have the same reaction. You were just—you were like borderline offended by the scent. <laughs> I was like, "This is, <laughs> this is powerful." I'm not gonna lie, this right. is powerful. Um, Indeed. But at the same time, I can't really bellyache too much because you know I, I have the fortunate situation where I don't have to really worry about it. So right. I had to get over it and move on, and I did. Yep. Um, but yeah, it was. I think this year in particular, maybe it was a new. Did they try a new one? I don't know, but it was it was just yeah. way stronger than normal. So, right, right, right. So we had yeah, it's kind of some rando stuff on our list. I had some more, but didn't quite get to it. So maybe we'll circle back later. The last part of the trip is yeah. just the location itself. So I've got trivia sort of centered around or themed after the lake that we went to, Thousand Island Lake and Ansel Adams Wilderness. So a couple mm-hmm. thoughts before we jump into trivia. Uh, but we'll get to those right after these messages. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. The 1911 is one of the most iconic firearms in history. Designed by John Browning, the 1911 was the standard-issue sidearm of the U.S. military from 1911 to 1985. While Colt produced the original, almost every major firearm company has produced its own version. It's wildly revered for its reliability, crisp trigger, and is still a favorite for all types of shooters. Whether you're looking to buy or build a 1911 and just about everything for guns, Log on to MidwayUSA.com. Knives, machetes, saws, and shears. Multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, MidwayUSA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, Check out MidwayUSA.com. Okay. Uh, I made two guarantees about this area because I've been here, like I said, multiple times. I'm going to let you tell me how I did on my guarantees. So guarantee number one was that we are 100% going to encounter a bear. Ah, yes. Yes. How did you do on that guarantee? Well, after the ranger himself said, uh, no. You're not going to see any bears, hundred percent. Right. Um, we got rid of the ones that were around here, so that was. <laughs> I just. I, I think I remember laughing with another uh, 
buddy on the trip just like that's funny that carl made this like huge prediction 100 percent we're gonna see a bear right right and then just nothing just totally shut yep. down so that was pretty funny yep, shut down they got rid of the bears i didn't have recent intel i still don't know why there's no bears there because the the ranger revealed that like on a in a typical summer you get about 70 people around that lake it's a it's a large lake but 70 people per night that's a lot that, man. Is, that's that a is lot a lot of impact so so that was my first guarantee. My other guarantee was that we weren't going to encounter a ranger, <laughs> which you just revealed that uh, we obviously did. That was and hilarious. Yeah. Not only did we encounter one, but it wasn't like a happenstance encounter. It was like he was hanging out of the lake mm-hmm. monitoring. Like, I think we had our packs down for a couple minutes before he's like, hello there. Can I see your permit? So, right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That was hilarious. Yeah. So anyway, didn't do very well on the guarantees, but... I, unless I, I don't know. I think I told you the third one. If I made a guarantee, I said, this is going to be an amazing spot. And I think you at least agreed on that one. So, so there's yeah, that. Yeah. So, that was, that is Yeah. True. Thousand Island Lake right along the John Muir Trail is the theme for this trivia. I've got three questions. Okay. Yeah. It's all based on the number 1000 for Thousand Island Lake. Mm. Right. Yeah. Interesting. Here we okay. go. True or false? Thousand Island Lake tastes like salad dressing. (laughs) (laughs) I want to say true. No, I'll say false. Yeah, how do you know? Uh, Because I swam in it, and I got a little in my mouth. So you you drank raw lake water? So if I said to you, yes, it does, can you really refute it? No, because I filtered all the the water I drank. It was filtered, so it filtered out the Thousand Island flavoring. Ah, is that what happens? Right. Okay. I, I would think it would get clogged in the filter. Though, all <laughs> but you had a good filter, so who knows? That's true. That's true. Okay, so false, yes. Uh, yeah. True, false. The Pacific mm-hmm. Northwest Trail, I've mentioned this a few times in our podcast, right. is more than 1,000 miles. Uh, Pacific Northwest, I'm going to say, why am I forgetting this? I want to say it's false. It is true. It's 1,300-ish miles. Starts right where we started in Glacier National What was Park. the one that's too... What's the one that's... Oh, John Muir's 250 or something like that, right? No, 210. Close enough, yeah. Yeah, so that... Okay, that's what I was saying. Because we're on John Muir. Right. Yeah. Right. Whoops. That's right. That's right. One for two. Uh, So you got to get this one right to to pass the trivia. Here we go. In the year 1000, what did their version of a backpacking trip involve? What did it involve? Wow. In the um, year 1000. So I could yeah. really do any answer because nobody for sure knows, and it's right. Mm, so No, you can say like laser guns and stuff because <laughs> they didn't have those. Do we know? Are you sure? Uh, <laughs> I would say it, it was involved with some kind of like uh, knapsack made of like cloth or animal skin okay. um, that they wore, I would guess. It's sandals. They had sandals. So I think Nate, Nate would have survived <laughs> very well back then. Um, okay. They would have had some kind of rolled up cloth or sleeping mat to, you know, not exactly the air mattresses we have now, but something to keep them off of the actual dirt, I would guess. Right. Um, right. Maybe some, some wine skins for, for water or wine or something to drink. Um, okay. You know, a little satchel for, for food. But, you know, as far as compasses and all that, I mean, they're gonna, I, I feel like they're going to have to go old school. Or they have to go old school yeah. with like the stick in the ground maybe or 
using the stars of the sun or something like that. It's going to be old school. Right. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I was thinking more you more of like, you know, they're going to be bringing weapons like a sword and some armor because they're typically going to be going to battle or they're going to be going and visiting other kingdoms for jousting tournaments. Okay, that's a or different... Or if they're, yeah. they're merchants, they're going to have goods with them. What if, what if I'm just a family, like I got to go back for my census, you know? Am I bringing swords and, oh. you know? I mean... Uh, you probably yeah if you're a family that's gonna be traveling you're probably a noble family so either you or somebody that works for you is gonna have some weaponry for sure uh maybe but you know there's a famous story in the bible uh if you have read it uh you know Mm -hmm. mary and joseph mary and joseph not really that royal um you know right jumped on a donkey and had to rough it for a while so that's true I don't know. Okay, so let's so let's talk chronology. So we're, again, you're we're talking a thousand, thousand, right? When, so <laughs> you're talking a thousand years before that, before the Middle Ages. So in, not appropriate before the age of feudalism and such, where a lot of the you know the serfs and the peasants were were typically not mobile and moving off of their land. So the people that were moving were were more the lords and ladies um, and their knights. For, for continued history lessons, uh, please email Carl at yep. hackerman.netscape. <laughs> uh, it's always good to get a, a, a school lesson in the summertime. Um, when you start talking about, <laughs> about a Bible story in the year 1000, obviously it has to be correct. You tell me the Bible doesn't apply at all times of life? Come on, please. I did not say apply. I said Bible story. Look, uh, I think that I think my supply gear list would suffice. Um, okay. I, obviously, I think the gear itself is correct, so I'll give it to you. You're gonna have to. Uh, yeah. I think it's just like most of your answers, where you have a really good answer, and as you continue to talk, it gets worse and worse. <laughs> touche, touche. That's probably true. Um, all right, so I'm gonna pass you on the trivia and. Uh, trying to think last takeaways about a thousand like one kind of mm. fun one was we there's this couple that was i don't know if i share this do we share this in the last podcast where where jared had just pulled out his his theragun with the jigsaw it was this thing was ridiculously loud yeah, and he's awesome. just like it's like motoring and then a right. couple like comes within i don't know like 20 yards of our camp hey do you mind if we camp here <laughs> That was hilarious. Like we um, have to be the loudest campers ever, and they're like, "Can we? Can we pay next to you guys?" Look, <laughs> and I tried, and I tried to warn them. I said, "Hey, look, um, we're gonna be really loud, but you're welcome to stay here." And they did. Oh yeah, they, didn't, they, didn't they did, and they were great. They're, and then we talked to them next next day. They were the nicest folks from San Francisco, and just I just thought it was funny. So there's that. that. But um, as far as tidbits go, uh, I already mentioned the BB podcast for the packet gourmet coupon code for fifteen percent off. Let's see other things. Uh, washing one's shirt in the lake without soap. Knowlton was questioning that with the leave no trace guidelines, and I tried looking that up. I didn't. Everything talks about soap, so I think he was good for just washing it without soap in the lake. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah. going swimming, basically, right? I think he got lucky there. He okay. got away with it. I think yeah. he probably did too, but he wasn't using soap, so I think he's legit. Yeah. Um, they have some pretty stringent guidelines for using soap and gray water and f- filtering out bits of stuff with like, I don't know. A strainer and anyway then the last thing i've got is we we got some new patreon folks that have supported us this summer that we really appreciate so thank you to krista thank you to nicholas and thank you to justin uh i actually just met nicholas last night he actually joined our our bible study that was mentioned in our season finale through zoom and uh super nice guy and and yeah thanks thanks to all three of you guys for supporting us on patreon we will continue to get out bonus episodes and other no longer available episodes are going to be made um, or have been made available there. And 
we got some videos coming out this year that you will get to see first. So don't be afraid to join us on Patreon. We yes. got a lot that we offer in return. So that's all I got, my friend. That was great. That was really good. Uh, we'll see you guys. So next episode is next episode. We have one more summer, or we have uh, season four coming up. Yeah, we got. We haven't, we haven't sorted that out yet. I'm, I'm thinking about putting. So this is our kind of early August episode. I'm thinking about putting that other one out in late August. Okay. Uh, this is more applicable. The content we've got is more applicable to, you know, this right. time frame. And then we'll see. Yeah, Derek and I've been d- discussing like when we want to come back for season four. If we want to do, if we want to shift it, come back later, and then go later into the summer, or or not. So it's under review. We're under review on Derek, that. Derek, do you have any opinion on that? Uh, I don't know. I don't. I. I, I I don't really have an opinion on that. I think it's whatever we okay. both feel comfortable doing. So we'll have to talk about it <laughs> off off recording. Okay. I, I'm sure. I don't, don't have an opinion, but just whatever I'm comfortable with. Do they want to? Do they want to listen to us ramble about it for a couple hours? Or no, probably not. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That could be a Patreon episode, uh, rambling about scheduling. Um, Let's be honest. Most people turned off this episode when we started arguing about who put the rock in my pack. That's true. Nobody cares about who put. The, they probably wanted it in your pack. <laughs> Okay. Uh yes. Good times. Um, that is it for me. Is it it for you? You got anything? That's else? it. That's all I got. All right, guys. We'll see you next time. We got one more. It looks like before season four. So stay tuned. Later in August, we'll have another one for you. And remember, guys, uh, if Carl's on your trip, your pack might get a little bit heavier when you're not paying attention. So always double check. We'll see you next time. I want to fly. Yeah, uh, so gummy bears, uh, cinnamon gummy bears. Uh, I don't understand how Carl didn't, uh, did he even eat these things? Did he even like them after he found them? They're a year old, but they're gummies. Like, do they go bad? Um, I did wake up one night uh, to the rustling of some plastic, and I heard Carl uh, gobbling them down. And just shoving them. I think he like chubby bunnied it. He had like seven or eight in his mouth. And then he just tried to go back to sleep. But it was so loud when he was chomping. Um, and I really didn't get any sleep that night. So, uh, you know, buyer beware. fun to go like just full-blown redneck on these fish this is like high-tech cane pole fishing right here from the white sandy beaches to the crystal blue waters enjoy the best fishing panama city beach has to offer during chasing the sun sundays at 9 30 a.m eastern on waypoint tv the destination for outdoor entertainment You go out there and the fish are where you think they are. Any one of these casts could be the bite. It's the most exciting fishing that I know right here at Hawks Cave. Oh, that's awesome. Experience the best saltwater fishing the world has to offer. Don't miss Thursdays with Saltwater Experience. Brought to you by Golden Boat Lifts. Every Thursday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. The destination for outdoor entertainment.